Reach new career heights with University of Maryland's Robert H. Smith School of Business. Flexible MBA and MS options. GMAT and GRE not required. Learn more at go.umd.edu slash smithschool. University of Maryland Smith School of Business. Inspired, fearless, unstoppable. Hello and welcome to Vacation Station. Hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills, too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hey everyone, you're listening to Big Blend Radio with Nancy and Lisa, and we are on a rollicking good adventure with Mr. and Mrs. Wild of Asheville, Stephen Karen Wilson, owner of The Line and the Rose Bed and Breakfast, and this is our second adventure since we've been here this summer in Asheville, North Carolina. So Karen, where are we going? Because it feels like we're going on like a little mountain pass. We are right now working our way to Chimney Rock State Park. Ah. It is one of our favorite spots to go hiking. They have um, ambassador animals to learn about some of the wildlife you will find here. Um, it's just a really, really beautiful spot. How far is it from the inn? About a half an hour, so it's a fairly easy, straightforward drive. A little windy, as you see, but that makes part for the fun. Beautiful farms, interesting things to see like horses and cows. It's pastoral. Like It's interesting compared to... The other day when we went on the Blue Ridge Parkway in Pisgah, is it Pisgah Pis- or Pisgah? Pisgah. 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 We went to the Pisgah Forest. Yep. So this is definitely a different kind of drive, different scenery, um, still nice, easy, short distance from Asheville. I heard that, so this is, in Chimney Rock there's a town. Yes, little town, very nice, some shops, uh, nice little cafes and restaurants, um, and then a nice winery. That's where we're going to, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, we're going to go play with wine. <laughs> Nancy, are you excited for wine? Of course. That's, That's how it. you wake up. With a view. Because... <laughs> with a view, with a beautiful view. Excellent. <laughs> so we made it to our uh, adventure destination, Chimney Rock State Park, in uh, the village of Chimney Rock. Are we in a village? Yes, so this town down here is called the Village of Chimney Rock. Okay, so this is Olivia who took us around. She took us up to the top of Chimney Rock. She took us down to Hickory Falls and up again. Mm-hmm. And then back down again. <laughs> yep, <laughs> all over the around. place. <laughs> so Chimney Rock is a state park, but you were telling us um, originally that it was an, actually a family's 
property way back when. Mm -hmm. So Chimney Rock has quite an interesting history. It was privately owned by the Morse family for over 100 years. Dr. Lucius Morse um, was the one who kind of had the idea to make this land available to the public Mm -hmm. um, after he purchased it in the early 1900s. And he and his two brothers, you know, worked with locals in the area to create trail systems and that kind of thing. And the park did open um, to the public in 1916. Uh, and then it was privately owned and operated, you know, for all of the 20th century. Uh, and then in the early 2000s, um, the family was looking to go in a different direction and, you know, thinking about what they wanted to do moving forward. And they did end up selling the land, but wanting to continue that legacy, you know, of what, you know, Dr. Morse and the whole family had worked for, you know, they wanted to keep it public. So they did end up selling to the state of North Carolina, who added it to other land they had acquired down in Hickory Neck Gorge to create Chimney Rock State Park. Wow. Yeah. So it's really cool. And so when you think about Chimney Rock, was it 64 floors? Taller? How, how high is Chimney Rock? Because there's an elevator, which we Yeah, have. right. Yes. But the <laughs> elevator goes up 26 stories, okay, is what we stories. say. Yeah. Okay, so. so the um, the chimney itself, you know, there's there's a couple different things. You know, there's the elevation gain, because from where we are down here near the gate to the top of the chimney is over 1,000 feet mm-hmm. in elevation gain. Um, and then Chimney Rock itself, you know, from that parking lot level rises, you know, about 300 feet wow. from the parking lot. So. Wow. So, and then there's a flag at the very top, which you got up to. Yes. And you said that there was a flag there way back when. And you've got to think, here we have elevators, there's the stairs, right? Right. Have you guys done the stairs? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've done it all the way from the bottom down here, all the way up. We've done all trails in one day. That's wow. because Steve and Karen have stairs in their bed and breakfast. Yeah. So they're good at they stairs. Isn't it five floors, right? Is it one, two, three? No, floors? Three floors. Three floors. I'm just counting the rows of steps. I'm like, I've got one, got two, got That's three. what you're counting. Yeah, 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 okay. So there's, but back then there wasn't all those, I mean, they had to make the staircase. They had to, mm-hmm. I mean, there was no elevator. So how did that happen? Right. So, you know, originally, you know, way back when Dr. Morris first came to the area, the only way to reach the top of Chimney Rock was, you know, with donkeys, like in mule trails, mules. you know. And um, <laughs> and so, you know, we think of accessibility now in a lot of different ways, but they did want to make it essentially, you know, access- more accessible to people. And so that's kind of where these networks of stairs came in and the trails came in and over time you know it's only gotten better you know and and with the recent improvements that the state has made in the last 10 years also um you know the it's more accessible than ever you know the stairs are you know easier to navigate there you know give you these great views um and then, of course, the elevator, yeah. which um, was also one of Dr. Morse's dreams, although he did not live to see it open, unfortunately. Um, wow. But he was alive when construction started, um, but he had passed away by the time it officially opened wow. in 49. Wow. It's cool because wow. you can see the motor, like mm-hmm. the, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. the thing. That yeah. Engine. The original <laughs> motor for it. Yeah, technically it's called, it's called like a gearless traction machine, but who knows what that is. We just call it the elevator motor. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. It looks like crap, but what I really loved about uh, when you're up there, you can see, like you we were saying, the Blue Ridge Mountains, and you have that one, you know, diagram that you can see all the different mountains, which mm-hmm. kind of gives you sense of place. But you've got the lake. Is a lake below us? What's it called? Lake Lake Lure. Yes. Lake Lure, yeah. and then 
all the turkey vultures. Yes, yeah, that was cool. that was cool, cool up there. That it was, is cool to see, you know, everything kind of laid out below you. Yeah, um, and having from that around. height. Yeah, but the rocks to me. You were saying when we went on the Hickory uh, Falls uh, Trail, to the, and that was what three quarters of a mile there. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's three quarters of a mile out and back. So, and, oh, it's, it's a mile and a half total. It's just not that bad. <laughs> Nancy might tell you. Yeah, yeah, she's got the trick knee, so yeah. you know, because just have to concentrate. Because she's more yeah. than a one-trick pony. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of interview is this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, no. But um, you were saying you were showing us some of the rocks there and how the rocks split from freezing, and that's way back when, like. Yes, yeah. So um, we actually didn't end up seeing it, but we do have a little cave up there called Nice Cave, and it is a fissure cave. Um, and what that means is it was formed similarly to all those, you know, rock piles and things, um, which means, you know, instead of a, a cave that is formed through erosion, a fissure cave is, is formed when part of the rock, you know, the mountain like slides mm-hmm. off and creates like a structure that way. Um, and so, yeah, that is how, you know, a lot of the rock formations and stuff around here were formed. You know, you have these huge sheer cliffs that are pretty unique in this area to Hickory Neck Gorge. Yeah. You know, you don't get that everywhere in the Blue Ridge. Um, and a lot of those, you know, cliff faces were formed by rock fall mm-hmm. and erosion. And, and one of the most common types of erosion we have in that area along that trail is freeze thaw, where in the winter water will get down into you know cracks and fissures in the rock and will freeze and then when spring thaw comes you know the ice disappears and then parts of the rock kind of slough off it's cool and create the you know we do have small rock fall today but um but yeah those huge pieces you know that those have been formed over you know hundreds of thousands millions of years that's it's neat man i know because you've got some some of the ferns that i was seeing in like deep in the woods area I'm like definitely dinosaur grass you know that's oh, yeah. so grass well yeah I mean that's what we always look at yeah. Nancy's like we're walking on a dinosaur now <laughs> yeah. I know it's easier you know but it's cool because the, the the vegetation is really neat we saw little mushrooms orange yep. I mean those are crazy little mushrooms and then all kinds yeah. of fungus and yes. all kinds of little you know just it's one of those trails, keep your eyes out. Don't just rush mm-hmm. through it. You know? Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and everything here is, is so green, especially mm-hmm. this time of year that, you know, when we do get those like fungi or sometimes it's wildflowers or whatever that, you know, stand out against the green, it's, it's yeah. wild. So this is what the tail end of summer and it was mm-hmm. a nice day today, you know, beautiful. We get to the waterfall. It feels nice and cool. And, um, you know, what was really cool about the waterfall was the waterfall, right? But we all know... I saw a three-headed snake. No, <laughs> but we saw three queens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three queen snakes. Yeah, lounging, you know, in the sun at the base of the waterfall. That was cool. And then mm-hmm. we saw a northern one, right? Too a northern water snake. Yeah, northern water snake. Those are the two species of of water snakes we have in the park. And yeah, you can often spot them down there at the base of the falls. Um, they like cool. to hang out there. That was mm-hmm. really cool. That was, that was cool. Yeah. That was awesome. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit uh, because you've got obviously people want to go to the top of Chimney Rock and get those views go but that's one of many trails you've got what yes a whole network going on yeah we have six trails um two of which we've discussed you know the Hickory Nut Falls Trail Mm -hmm. um which is that moderate three quarters of a mile that takes you to the base of Hickory Nut Falls and then the Outcroppings Trail which we alluded to and that's you know your network of 500 stairs taking you to the top of Chimney Rock 
Um, we have four trails besides those. Two that go above the chimney, one that goes to exclamation point um, that is just called exclamation point trail. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that gives you a really neat view of the opposite direction. So Mm -hmm. instead of looking at the lake, you're looking back up the gorge. Uh, And then from there, the Skyline Trail, um, which is our newest trail, was just opened in 2017. And that takes you to the top of Hickory Nut Falls. So you're kind of, yeah, you're at the headwaters Mm -hmm. and you can see, you know, where it goes over the cliff, which is pretty cool. What hikes have you both done? We've done them all. Oh, oh, that's right. Well, we did them with your dog. We did them with the dogs in one day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, amazing. We're doing that chimney rock um, challenge. Challenge. Yeah. Yes. Challenge. Yeah. Badges you got for doing the trails. Yeah. It's cool. You got your which one? The black bear one is all. The top six. one. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, the bob yeah. or the bobcat. Or I think it was the bobcat. That was a bobcat. That's yeah. cool. That was back during you know 2020 when we were trying to encourage people to get on the trails, and also you know after the initial COVID shutdown, you know, when we reopened, it was still pretty minimal. It was hike and access only. Yeah. So we do have a trail, the Four Seasons, that connects that lower parking lot, like where mm-hmm. the Discovery Den is, with the upper parking lot. You okay. can hike that way. Um, so, you know, we were encouraging people to hike in, you know, just to stay as distance as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I think a cool. lot of people realized how important walking and getting out in nature is during COVID. Absolutely. You know, so parks, Definitely. you know, um, I know parks have been overrun are there good times to come here? Because, I mean, it's so beautiful, and I know that there's holiday weekends. Obviously, it can be busy, but um, any suggestions for people to have the best experiences to go when you're not, you know, overrun? Absolutely. for nature, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the park in winter. That's certainly our, our slowest time, you know, kind of after daylight savings ends, mm-hmm. you know, and before it begins again. That is our quietest time of the year. Um, from December to March, actually, our rates come down so it's much you know less expensive to come to the park um and you do kind of get a unique experience you know compared to coming other times of year um of course you know the fall is gorgeous you know the spring is gorgeous and you know the reality is summer's busy because that's when people have time to travel which of course you know is wonderful and i i do love the summer here but we always recommend you know if you are coming during a a busier time like come early you know Mm. the park opens at 8 30 and, like, getting here right at 8.30 and then, you know, doing your hikes or whatever. I mean, you can get in and out by noon and certainly miss, you know, the crowds or whatever. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, in the early morning, it's quieter. You're more likely to experience wildlife. Um, you know, it is cooler if you're coming in the, nice. in the summer, yeah. you know. Um, so I do, you know, if you're a birder, if you're any of that, like yeah. coming, yeah, that's the animals great. in midday animals are like, I'm going siesta time. It's too know? hot. Yeah. It's too yeah. hot for them. And often, you know, with the, the traffic of yeah. people in and out of the park, you know, they, they go off and do their own thing. Um, yeah. but yeah, also, you know, if you come later in the day, uh, that can be nice too, you mm-hmm. know, like sort of our, our busiest time is, is from 11 to two. Mm. So, you know, before, or after that, you know, you're more likely to have some, some spots to yourself. Cool. Karen, you were saying earlier about fall and, um, how people come to Asheville and the Blue Ridge Mountain, Smoky Mountains Park oh, area absolutely. in the fall is a huge thing, but yep. people are not timing it. Is, you know, yeah. people are coming and thinking they only, you know, this is They're the only time you can see it. So what, yeah, what are your experiences? Like, Anytime from the end of September through early to mid-November. 
It goes according to elevation. Chimney Rock is always our last one. Okay. So it changes even after us in Nashville. Normally we change around Halloween the last week of October. So Chimney Chimney Rock is slightly after that. So it's not over yet. Everybody thinks it's over and they're missing out on some beautiful things. Oh, wow. Wow. So end of October, early November for you guys here? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of it depends on what happens in September. Like right. if we have a very rainy September, mm-hmm. it can delay sure. it. You know, if we have a hot September, you know. But, um, yeah, last year our peak, I would say, was maybe November 10th. So mm-hmm. pretty late mm-hmm. um, down here. We had gorgeous color almost to Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. even down here. Um, but starting the first week of October, we put a fall color report up on our website oh, every cool. week. What? Tell everybody the website. Yeah, so our website is chimneyrockpark.com. Okay. Um, and on there, you know, you can find all kinds of, you know, breakdowns of all the trails, you know, maps, places to stay in the area, things like that. Um, we have a page that's always updating called What's in Bloom. So you okay. can see the, the wildflowers cool. that are blooming. Yeah. And then in the fall, we do add the fall color report oh, so cool. that you can have you know the latest info. On I want to come here every season because it just yeah. seems like it's a magical thing. And um, you were talking about you know What's in Bloom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to your pollinator garden, which is so cool that you have that in a Monarch Way station. So mm-hmm. right now, we're at the end of, se- uh, end of August going into September. You are also in the migratory bird uh, uh, you're on the butterfly path, right? For the monarchs and mm-hmm. then um, also uh, for birds. And so this is a good time to come out just for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, we have two kind of like shoulder seasons, you know, in spring and in late summer, early fall that are also really great times to come. You know, March, April, you do see a lot of amazing, you know, wildflowers. Um, and then in late August and September, things are quieter in the park. You know, kids have gone back to school and everything, but it is a really exciting time, you know, ecologically in the park. Um, we do have migrating um, monarch butterflies that come through here. Um, and yeah, as you said, we have a pollinator garden um, that is, a, a, you know, considered a monarch way station. We have their host plant milkweed there. And so that kind of, you know, it, it follows the same life cycle as them, you know, in the spring, cool. it, it feeds, you know, the caterpillars and everything. And now we're sort of at the end where Everything's some of the plants are, yeah, all you the plants are chewed up and get Everyone has come out of the cocoon. Um, but yeah, and then as you mentioned, we are on the North Carolina birding trail and okay. we do have quite a few species of migrating birds come through here in mm-hmm. September um, you know, in, in other times, but September is the biggest time as they make their way south. And you have a, an event. The, yes. The bird, the, everyone's going to flock to the rock. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Flock to the rock is our biggest birding event of the year. Um, it's one of our biggest events, period. Um, and it is, this is our 14th year doing it. Um, September 17th and 18th. This 2022. Yeah, 2022. Yeah, 2022. You never know, right? Yeah. So. Um, yeah. If you're listening to this in 2023, go to our website and look at the events calendar for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and we do have lots of different birding activities. You know, just your classic bird watching hikes and things like that. But we do a, a species count of migrating species yeah. coming through, um, and we have some of our 
raptor animal ambassadors um, come and you know we have another group that brings some of their ambassadors so um, it's really cool you know whether you're an experienced birder or you know you don't know anything about it like it's a neat event to uh, learn. Yeah, to learn. It looks like you guys have cool events like yoga, and then I was seeing like night walks. I want to do the park at night. That I think yeah. there's the one thing, <laughs> cool. you know, parks Definitely. at night are a whole other oh, yeah. thing, you know, than uh, photography and all kinds of stuff going on. So I think that's neat for people. Um, I wanted to go back to the animal discovery den because we got to meet pumpkin, and we met some snakes <laughs> yes. and uh, yeah. turtles, and uh, but the pumpkin uh, it was a woodchuck. No, yes, a woodchuck. It is, it is a woodchuck. Yeah, it, but it's not a marmot, as I learned. <laughs> it will not be a marmot. But, yeah. but these animals. So tell everybody, these are all kind of rescue animals, right? That can't get released back into the wild. Yes, yeah. So um, we do have live animals uh, that some who live at the park, some like our birds. They, they live off site, but they mm-hmm. are you know educational animals that are cared for by park staff. Um, and we do have, you know, a team of naturalists that cares for mm-hmm. them and uses them in educational programming. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them are non-releasable. So mm-hmm. for whatever reason, sometimes because like pumpkin, they have had a, a disease or an injury, an illness, something that prevents them from being able to survive in the wild, um, even after rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes because they are, you know, a result of captive breeding or, you know, they were raised by humans and became dependent on humans. So, yes, um, like in Pumpkin's case, he had um he came from new york he came from the hamptons he's very fancy um (laughs) yes it's almost his season yeah (laughs) and they have a a particular parasite up there we actually don't have it in the southeast but um it is very common in the northeast and it gets into the brains of groundhogs woodchucks and uh it, it does cause brain damage and um it can eventually kill them but if they do you know catch it in time they can kill the parasite and get rid of that but hmm. they can't undo yeah. what's been done you know the damage that's been done um and so he is he can't you know survive on mm-hmm. his own so he um he does you know teach programs here and, and lives here and gets a lot of love but um the, you know the reason that we think it is valuable to you you know to teach with live animals one you know these animals need a place to go now they can't go back to the wild but also because it, it does help people form that connection you know a deeper but connection that, I know you, like people don't want exactly. woodchucks in their property they don't want possums right. I know you have a possum and they yes. get scared of snakes yeah and that's you know and sometimes they kill them and that's and they're all part of the universe you know yeah, they're part absolutely. of what, how yeah. ecosystems work so do you get uh, school groups and special groups that come that want to learn about, you know, snakes and flowers mm-hmm. and birds and things? Yes, we do have school groups who come throughout the year. Um, and also, you know, we have some bigger programs like our Earth Day programs in the spring, Harvest Days in the fall, you know, that, that do encourage that um, attendance from, from schools. And yes, again, you know, we, I mean, obviously animals make an impact with people of all ages, mm-hmm. but especially kids, you know, mm-hmm. and like Emily, who's our director and also one of our naturalists, you know, she'll see kids in the grocery store and like, they don't know who she is, but they're like, oh, you're the possum lady. They'll write us letters, you know, and remember the animals' names, you know, oh, they don't remember cool. anything else, but they're like, I love, you know, Aussie the possum. She's so cute. It's so sad that she can't see, but I'm so glad you take care of her. You know, like That's they cool. really do remember mm-hmm. and you know, it changes people's minds and perspectives on some of those critters, you know, like snakes. We have a lot of kids who 
that's their first time they've ever seen a snake up close or touched a snake. And, you know, that's huge. Mm. Um, but then also, you know, just like our habits. So we do have um, five birds of prey that we use t- to teach. Um, and they don't live on site at the park, but they are part of our ambassador program. And all five of them were hit by cars. Oh. Um, and so, like, wow. they... Wow. Yeah, and so they did go to different rehab centers, um, but because of their various injuries you know they were not able to pass a live hunt test some of them can't fly you know so they they can't be returned to the wild um and so you know people get surprised you know they're like how these birds hit by cars um but you know it's food waste being thrown out of your window you know and like a lot of people you know and like i before i worked here like i don't know anything about i thought you know an apple core banana peel like sure just throw it out the window just biodegrade um but you know it does attract rodents and things to the roadsides which yeah. then attracts birds of prey and so you know that was something i hadn't that's a good point before. it's like oranges mm-hmm. everybody thinks oh but orange yeah. peels are one of the worst things no. yeah they don't degrade it's like they don't yes. and orange peel mm-hmm. yeah you know, don't don't do it so yeah i mean we we are little piggies you know but <laughs> <We've got, laughs> i think piggies are cool but <laughs> but okay. we are we've got i don't understand the litter problem i mean we travel full time mm-hmm. and the litter, the amount of litter crazy. is yeah. mind-blowing. It is absolutely, it it's terrible. And, it, and it's a situation And when you think about why these animals, some of the diseases come from it. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, let's feed these animals. Like, don't feed animals in the park. Don't feed right. ducks bread. Don't, you know, yeah, you're right. hurting them. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah, and education, you know, is a huge part of our, what you know, what we do. And, and the animals certainly help with that. And, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, you know, it does help foster that connection mm-hmm. of, like, you know, it, it helps you connect the dots of, like, oh, why shouldn't I throw this out the window? Well, you know, that's how ghost mm-hmm. the hawk broke her wing. Now she can't fly, you know. Right. So it's. Yeah. I don't want to be the one who does that. Yeah, no. I don't want to be the one who does that. You know, yeah. One other thing, too, is uh, you were talking about some, you know, obviously, you know, we have, you know, micro systems, ecosystems. So you were talking about, you know, endemic species that you have here, which it's important for people to understand, because if you take out one plant, it will kill that one species, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you have your own salamander. I know Steve. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Thank you. Um, You'll be back here and yeah. back here and back here. Yeah. In this area, um, so Hickory Nut Gorge is like their habitat. But yes, there was a new salamander species discovered down here called the Hickory Nut Gorge Green Salamander. You can Google it. And that is it. a very cool name. Yeah. That's Hickory name Nut Gorge Green <laughs> Salamander. <laughs> um, and they are really cool. Uh, and yes, they are endemic to this area wow. specifically. And like you said, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, the the park is a very biodiverse place. This whole you yeah. know, little area is. And, um, yeah, there are quite a few species that, you know, are very localized to here. So, yes, it is important, you know, to preserve that. And that is why, you know, the state and so many conservation organizations and everything are interested in, in land down here and, and you know, preserving those yeah. ecosystems. Yeah. See, this is cool, man. Everyone's going to cool. come to Appalachia. Yeah. yeah. We know how to Absolutely. say it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Appalachia, but don't do it on the roadway. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it in the roadway. <laughs> well, this is cool because it's only, what, 30 minutes from Asheville where you guys yes. are with the line in the rose. I've been yeah. breakfast. Got to give a shout out there. So and it's a beautiful drive through. I mean, it's beautiful. It is. It's mm-hmm. um, but, you, you know, drive. it's really cool because Nancy and I aren't driving right now. So apparently <laughs> I know. we get to go have wine. <laughs> yes. We did walking. Oh, yes. So now we get whining. Is, yes. is that where 
where we're off to next? Yeah. That'll be, yep, that's the plan. Or the Flower Bridge. Should we want to do first? We can oh, do yeah. the Flower Bridge. Flower flower bridge. bridge. We've got to go to the Flower Bridge. That, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, that's going to be interesting. That. Yeah, let's yes. do that. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. And we can end with some wine and yep. talk about butterflies and flowers. And Cool. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank Olivia. You. Thank you for being Ooh, here. Yeah, yeah. it's great showing you around. And give everyone the website again. Yeah, so our website is Chimney Rock Park. Dot com and you cool. can find out tons of information about the park and you know plan your trip that way. From yeah, our social media you can get to there from there and you can find our phone number if you have questions. So cool. Yeah. And don't forget lion-rose.com. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I said, she's a beautiful grand lady. Victorian, but mm-hmm. she ain't your grandma's house. Nope. <laughs> 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 So we have made it back to the Lion and Rose Bed and Breakfast Inn here in Asheville in the historic Montford Montfort District. Montfort, yes. Montfort District. Mm-hmm. We're in the Pink Lady. And we had a wonderful time after Chimney Rock State Park. We went to, what's the lake name? Lake Lure. Lake Lure. Flowering Bridge. This is cool. So this was a normal bridge and then it was done like almost 100 years ago. Something it's like that, yeah. Built, and then really it had history. to go down. Mm-hmm. And then they decided, like the community, to rebuild the bridge. Exactly. And make it into this beautiful flowering garden of all these little themes, as you so saw. So the old bridge is the flowers, and the new bridge is right next to it. Yes. yes. the highway. So is that the lake we were walking over, Steve? It's more of the... Like I don't a tributary? Know, it's kind of like... I would say it's only the mouth of the river, but it's... I don't know. It's hard to say because it's a pretty narrow reservoir. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like a, a river canyon filled up. Um, but yeah, I would say it was more the um, still part of the river. I think okay. we get up there's a point where there's some buoys, um, probably to keep boats from going back in there because it's shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, that would probably be the start of the lake. And they have wood ducks. Yep. Yeah, we haven't seen nest. the wood ducks, but they're mm-hmm. supposed to be there. We saw monarchs. Well, yep. I, saw, I did monarchs, see one yes. duck. Yeah, we saw we ducks. Did, we I saw a couple ducks. ducks. But Not that I did. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a wood duck. Yeah, but this is this is an like. A really, Nancy. I mean, we've been to so many gardens across the country. It's clever. And as a community garden, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a walkway with art. It's just so clever. I think so. And too. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then there's a doggy area. Yeah, love the little dog theme area with the little rainbow bridge where people can hang their colors yeah. of dogs they lost. It's mm-hmm. it's really sweet. And then they have like a little shady area where they're sitting, and then. They have that topiary that's done out of like pet grass almost. It looks mm-hmm. like, but we're we're gonna have to follow up on this story because it's all volunteers. Like all these volunteers yeah, cool. came together, and I mean, there's like I'm saying, there's like a little school, you know, like not a school, but what do they call those little libraries? A lending library. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But the art and just mm-hmm. things for kids to do, and a cell phone tour that we didn't do. What that's we need it. to do? Yep. We have not done that yet. That was that yet. Well, it's a good example of taking something that's almost an eyesore, yes, or thought to be by some people an eyesore, and turning it into something that everyone can enjoy. Yeah, because yep. smart. We saw that's all smart. ages there, and kids were busy doing some kind of activity with mm-hmm. it. And yeah. it's also part of the what I found today part of the Appalachian mural tour. So this whole region has a mural tour. That yeah. So now we're gonna have to look up that. I mean, Definitely. so today just led to a whole bunch more adventures. Basically. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the flowers and the butterflies and the yeah. bumblebees. Mm-hmm. It's butterflies are amazing out here. So mm-hmm. I think it's cool because people can go and find out what they can grow here. 
That's in this true. region, mm-hmm. you know. There are also Monarch Way Station. Yeah. There are also a certified National certified. Wildlife mm-hmm. uh, Habitat, like you guys are here. And you yes. have monarchs and you had uh, tiger tail uh, butterflies. Yeah, tiger tail, yeah. yeah, the other day. Oh, yeah. Cardinals mm-hmm. and they're starting to come through. Yeah, the yeah. monarchs are starting to migrate and uh, tiger swallowtails are starting to die. Oh, <laughs> so what do they swap out? They're like, hey, hi, it was nice but to see you. They're actually bigger here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in other states have Yeah, the eastern, the eastern style ones are they're bigger, bigger than the ones you find on the west coast. Yeah. So what about the black thought. ones? I thought some of those were morning folks, but I'm folk. getting confused no, with there's the like blue. three different types of swallowtails that are black. you got your spice bush, your pipe vine, and then yeah. the ones that are actually called black swallowtails, which are mm. the smallest ones. Um, well, I think we saw, didn't we see spice... I think they're yeah, there was, and then some of them are mm-hmm. starting to lose their color now because they're definitely at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. One thing we saw today twice were anoles. Yep. The little oh, green yes, lizards. Yes, so so we saw yeah. saw them in the garden on yep. the flower bridge, and then we went to the winery, and there was anoles. They want wine. That's it. <laughs> That's a big winery wine. with a really they cool view of Chimney Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They were looking over mm-hmm. going, I want your wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was <laughs> Bird Mountain? Burnt shirt. Burnt shirt. Burnt shirt, yeah. So this is like a second location. It's a second location. Their first one's in Hendersonville with the vineyard. Mm. Yeah. I like their Riesling and then their um, Meritage. And they have a nice rosé. I like I like. I like them all. You always like them I know. All. <laughs> I thought they were all good, too. I thought but just those ones that you just stick up, you know? Sure. Yeah. But the views... The views are amazing. You know, to Definitely. just sit on that big pat I mean, it's a huge patio. Mm-hmm. I know you've sent photos in the fall. and Oh, the fall is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's it. You get the view of the chimney rock there, and then mm-hmm. Hickory Nut Falls to the side, so you got both sides. So we, you can see where we walked today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you can see we went from there to there. Uh, yeah. I feel where we walked today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, 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 we deserved our wine, yeah. right? Yep, we earned it. And, mm-hmm. then, and then we went across to the brewery. Yep. To the Hickory Nut Gorge Brewery. Yep. Oh my gosh. Very nice on that the was, mm, that right was on fun. the river. Mm-hmm. I mean, beautiful the beer. Here. Now, now, Steve, you brew beer here for guests. Mm-hmm. So, how did you rate the beer there? Uh, I would say it's probably maybe a seven or so. Well, seven, when I had, anyways. It's a little bitter for a red red ale, but otherwise, it's mm. pretty good. We had the River Otter. Mm-hmm. This is the name. Yeah. Yep. So That's we'll get here on the name, uh, the IPA, mm-hmm. and it was good. It was kind of it was refreshing. It didn't have like a bittery thing at all. Yeah. It was laid back, and then the I think they're pulled pork. We had the pulled pork nachos. Was, you guys oh, had fish and, fish and chips. That was really good. Very good. Yeah. Damn, that yeah. pulled pork. The chips were really good too. It was, oh, very, really? it was mm-hmm. tender. Very good really tender yep. so but the thing is you could be right on the river and we went downstairs mm-hmm. and we saw the great big era the heron the, the, the blue heron oh, lots yep. of birds everywhere I know there was cardinals and I don't mm-hmm. still don't know if I saw a kingfisher but I mean, he been. dived yeah, and then been. there's all those other ones you think are um, the flycatchers yeah the way they were flying they're, they're dip diving like they're crazy yeah. Yeah. see I would yeah. want to go there in September I think the fall colors are slow mm-hmm. creeping in but they're in the foothills compared to where we were walking Yeah, mm-hmm. but I can that's imagine like, what it's going to be like I want to go there in winter mm-hmm. no, we have not done winter that's the only time of year we have not been there yet Mm. Yeah, so the road can be a little to... treacherous, especially going over that pass that we you have to watch. Over, like little windy super area. twisty, thirty-five miles an hour. We can only do about thirty. That's mm. <laughs> mm. beautiful. I mean, yeah, when you're at the winery, looking over and being able to see that whole view and seeing Hickory Nut Falls, and because you're up close to the falls, exactly. but then when we're stepping away, like you have this whole other view. Mm-hmm. But we do need to bring this up because we did not talk about this when we were in the state park. 
that the state park, um, there were parts of the park in Hickory Neck Falls, mm -hmm. right? Yes. That was part of the movie uh, The Last Mohicans. Yes, exactly. Mm. So you too can walk where Daniel Day-Lewis walked. I Absolutely. did. Or ran. <laughs> I found the moccasin path. You did? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I got to way away from all the big rocks, and I went right there around the side and mocks it. She said, Olivia said that Firestarter was also filmed there and some other yeah. films. Yeah, in the Lake Lore area, I think, more so. Yeah, yeah Firestarter yeah. and then and Dirty, Dirty Dancing, Dancing is a huge itself, one for yeah. Lake Lore. Yeah. And they have a festival in September, Dirty Dancing Festival. Mm -hmm. Oh, that should and be fun And people go and do dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you know? That should be fun. <laughs> well, I remember our, when our band, you know, back in the band days, right. at the end of the night, there was always the squatting. The squatting. Night, oh, people yeah. thinking they could do dirty dancing, mm -hmm. and you'd kind of place bets as a band. We'd look at each other. Oh, you gave two looks, you, had, you know, that was 20. And you got 20 bucks <laughs> if she was going to be able to get up off the floor. Right. <laughs> so I'm just like, when she told us there was a dirty dancing festival, we I'm just like, like, we got to go. It's squat dance land, man. That's, that's, you could be placing bets all day. Um, we, you know, you know, really, when you think of it, we go, she's going down, she's, she's going, going down, down. Yeah, she's not coming out. Ah, no, she landed, she landed. She landed, can't get up. <laughs> but I mean, I, today was an amazing adventure. I it mean, downtown uh, Chimney Rock, I mean, shopping, it's cute, cute village, and yeah. charming, mm -hmm. mountains. And there are mountain men, by the way, everybody. Yeah. There's all kinds of people up there. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's cool. But I mean, it's only, what, 30 minutes out of here? Exactly. And the yeah. easy... I mean, there's some windy roads, so you yeah, need to know yeah. that. But it's not like a mountain, mountain pass. No, it's not. You're going along the river. It's not yeah, one of those scary yeah, ones so where you're looking down, road. saying, "Oh my." Yeah. No, out. it's an easy mm -hmm. one, and it's just it's beautiful. So, to me, that's the thing about where you're positioned. You're in this historic village area, and then mm -hmm. off you go. You can go to Blue Ridge Parkway. You can exactly. go to Smoky Mountains. You can go to Pisgah Forest. You can go out to you know Chimney Rock area. So exactly. Asheville's like you kind of land, and then you've got the downtown and the Riverside. Yeah. So downtown is different from the Riverside Arts District. Yes. Because you know Nancy and I got lost that one day. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know you did. What, one day? <laughs> one day we got lost? What? <laughs> one night. It was a GPS, and we didn't listen properly. Or apparently I didn't, not. Apparently, but so that's good. So where are we go next? We're going to be um, doing our next adventure is all about Thomas Wolfe and ghosts. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So stay cool. tuned for that. Yeah. Everyone, lion-rose.com is the website, and also follow them on the Instagram and Facebook. They're always posting wild adventures. After all, Stephen Karen, Mister and Mrs. Wild. Yeah. It's either music. Yep, or, or nature. Yeah, we're still on our world tour. It's about every week we're going to a show. I know, you guys. You guys are out, you know. Well, Asheville, that's the thing, too. Asheville, you're so close, not only just people coming here, but right. close vicinity to other concerts. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we do have a pretty good music scene here. Still awesome. The Orange Peel, right? Orange, Orange Peel, Peel yeah. is a great place. And the Moog Museum and vinyl mm -hmm. stores. Yeah. We yeah. still vinyl haven't done this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, we have, have to do cool, the We have Well, we've we got... Scratch We're coming nervous. back in We're December. Come back. back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thank You're you.
percent of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike? It's not just a bike. Peloton makes treadmills too. Eh, all treadmills are the same. Our treadmills can adjust speed and incline automatically, so you never break your stride. Whether you're squeezing in a power walk or training for a marathon, Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try the Peloton Tread risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.